and welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is the one, the only, Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hello, Benuni. Hi. Are you excited to talk about some below deck adventure, adventure. today? Adventure. Adventure. I sure it's am, exciting. and I'll tell you before we even start, we don't tolerate that on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's calls for immediate termination <laughs> um i'm actually i'm in a weird place today i'm not gonna lie i don't know how to deal with the idea of um an asshole not failing upwards on bravo i don't know how to feel about like someone doing something really heinous with all sorts of like um like racially charged undertones to it and like getting fired right away on Bravo. And not getting like, a spinoff. <laughs> I'm like, is this, am I, what is, has Bravo jumped the shark? <laughs> I know someone getting fired when they actually deserve to be fired. Crazy. <laughs> so weird. I don't even know what to do. Like, should we still do this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, shit, we'll be fired by the end of this. You know, <laughs> Fair firings know. on Bravo are here. Okay, we're out of here. Yeah, Captain Carey. Captain Carey <laughs> just laying the smackdown. Captain Carey, I mean, our our stern badass of a Bravo is Captain Lee. And Captain Carey just made Captain Lee look like, you know, like a frog going up a wheelbarrow in the middle of a hailstorm, if you know what I'm saying. Don't know what I'm saying. Don't know what you're saying. I look like a dick in a choo-choo at a tap dance competition when I was 13. <laughs> God damn it. Captain Carey just came in and just, <laughs> just, I mean, like, I was shocked. He just came in and did that to Kyle. He was, he was like, he's like, I'm going to give you a subtle lashing and then I will feel your resignation. Out. Yeah. He's <laughs> wow. a strong little thumb. Strong, I, go, strong thumb. Yeah. I love so, that. So it was, it was amazing. So uh, anyway, before we get into that, just a reminder that um, you can join us on patreon.com slash to get the full Crappens experience. You'll, if you support us, depending on the level you support us at, you'll get access to our weekly bonus episode. You'll get access to Crappens On Demand, which is when we turn our cameras on. You can watch us podcasting. Uh, you get access to our Discord server and many other things. Um, and by the way, big shout out to all our premium and super premium sponsors out there. Hey, of course, make sure you always listen to the end of the show where we give them all their big and much deserved shout outs. Um, so yeah, come join us on Patreon. Our bonus episode last week was a real doozy because Ronnie told a really amazing tale about a missing dog and his ring doorbell. And, um, I'm just telling you, listen to it because it's an amazing story. I'm going to tell it again on The Moth, The Moth Podcast. Can you believe that? I can't really? Oh, that's it. the one so you're going to tell? I'm excited. Yeah. I'm that's tell amazing. On The Moth. Because, you know, it's very, I don't have a very good memory. So that just happened. So I can <laughs> just <laughs> dig that one out. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to do The Moth in December. I'm super excited here in Austin. So I'll announce like the date and the tickets and all that. But it's going to be at the Paramount here in Austin. So I'm super excited. So come see it. That's fantastic. The Paramount's like, uh, that's like the big theater, right? Right there on Congress? Yeah. That's where we, wow. where we played in the state side at the Paramount. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Uh, I wish I could be there to see it. But hopefully um, everyone who's around there can go and, and represent the Crappens Army for I'll you right there. I'll be FaceTiming you from the microphone. Be like, Ben, 
Here we go. It's the moth. Um, but today is Below Deck Adventure. So let's just get right into this. This is called the Norwegian Tussle. Um, I never that. knew that I didn't know how to spell Norwegian until this title. And I kept spelling it wrong. And I was like, how am I spelling this wrong? How it's are you N-O-R-W-I-E-G-I-N. Norwegian? Wait a second. I'm a literal idiot. Okay. And I kept doing it. You know how we can't had me, figure wait. it out? I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to just delete it and spell it again. Maybe it's because <laughs> I didn't capitalize it, you know? No, nope, I'm just like insanely stupid. Wait, did you add the I? Wait, did you say you added the I after the W? I added an I after the W, yes. Nor <laughs> I-E-G. Ronnie, it is a team culture up in Norway. There's no I in Norwegian. <laughs> Except the last part. After the Except the last part. Last part. The point is, you put the team first, and then you come towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered telling this story as the part of the moth? Also, <laughs> I'm never leaving the moth. I'm just going to show up every day. <laughs> hey guys, you know how to spell Norwegian? I don't. Let me tell you about it. Uh, well, um, yeah, I've definitely learned how to spell things from below deck, I've, but they also, by the way, they have a good number of typos that make it on screen too. So, you know, for all, you know, you never know, you could have been spelling it right all this time, but in this case you weren't, but you know, you don't know. I would say, I appreciate you fumbling all over your damn self to try and make me feel slightly better, but it's not. Necessary. No, I was like, I don't know where I'm landing on this. I'm like, wait, I've learned so many things from the way they spell things, but they often get things wrong. So I shouldn't rely on them. Case closed. Uh, well, I'm an idiot. That's how we're opening. So no, it's the final day of no. charter. And we're cutting between Captain Carey talking to Bozin, who for some reason I can't remember that his name is Lewis. Lewis. And, um, Kyle, who is still doing squeegee shots, squeege skis, or what would you call those kinds of shots? Like a squeege ski, squeege ski, shot, squeege she, squeege she, 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 so he's uh, like that. yeah, but it's called a shot ski, right? So you would have a shot and then the thing is shot squeegee, that's what it is. Shot squeegee, shot squeegee, shot squeegee. I would say shot squeegee, I would do the full thing. Okay. I mean, it takes off the, um, uh, the shot ski syllables, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it paints a a more accurate picture. (laughs) You're choosing accuracy over syllabic shot squeege. I guess you do shot squeege. It's just like it gets harder. You start. I feel like the more I say shot squeege, the closer I start saying shot squad. What about me? What about Um, my squeegee? Coming up later this week. So, uh, yeah. So, he's doing those stupid shots. And every time they cut to him, he's just more of an ass. It starts with him like, yeah, some shots. And then it cuts to him going, and then, <laughs> and then it cuts to him being like, hey, anybody know how to do an air guitar? Anybody know how to do a leg guitar, air guitar on your leg? It's like an air guitar, but it's on your leg. Woohoo! Yeah! <laughs> I know. Like, then the next time we cut to him, he's just doing, like, a full-on Kenny Chesney impersonation. <laughs> My red solo cup! You're like, what is happening over there? <laughs> so, Captain Carey is telling Lewis, he's like, Coyle, who's been fleeting with the ghouls in front of the geests, and or won't have it. And then it cuts to Kyle, like, squeegee, 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 squeegee! <laughs> yeah, he's a disaster. Um, by the way, I meant to say Toby Keith, not Kenny Chesney. I apologize to all the country fans who I accused um, 
Kenny Chesney having a song about a red solo cup. That of course was the luminary vision of Toby Keith, one of Vicky Gumbelson's favorite musicians. Well, listen, Texas is uh, Southerners are in no, no place to complain today. I think all of us just have to be quiet and take what's coming to us. <laughs> Myself included. <laughs> no. So Carrie, uh, so, so <laughs> like, no, we'll get there. We'll no, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous, Ronnie. So the so, captain's like, I need you to keep an eye on him very closely. Very, very close. Is he faking his accent? Because we've heard a lot of accents on this show. This is definitely the most Robin Leachy of all of them. <laughs> it's like the most Crocodile Dundee, I would say. Like, I, I think he's like literally about to pull out a machete. He's like, next time he does that to anyone, say, that's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> yeah. I'd believe it. I wouldn't be shocked at that unmasking. If one day he came out and he was like, oh, thanks for having me on Watch What Happens Live, Andy. Love to be here. God, you have a lot of books yeah. on that shelf. Do you know all those authors? Did you read all of those books? <laughs> wow, Andy. You know, it's really been an honor first getting to play Crocodile Dundee and then to come back and be a yacht person. But, you know, I will say um, it's hard, you know, because I really enjoyed working with Linda Kozlowski on Crocodile. But, you know, this new group, they're good. They're good. <laughs> on Crocodile. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, who calls it Crocodile. Don't you hate when people abbreviate the projects they're on? They yes. call it like that. Like, <laughs> oh, well, I remember it was 1984 if I was working on Crocodile. Linda Kozlowski had just walked into uh, out of a trailer and I said, wow, she is a knockout. <laughs> so the captain tells him to keep an eye on Kyle. And so then the guest, the gross one, um, well, the grossest one is like, um, yeah, you know, um, wait. Oh, no, I wrote Guy, I think, meaning Lewis, because I didn't know Lewis's name at first. Oh, and for people who are pointing out that we were getting names wrong last week, of course we are. It's below deck, okay? It's going to take us two months to get this shit right. Yeah, well, and on top of that, I'm sorry, of course we're going to get everyone's names wrong, because Nathan, Kyle looks like a Nathan, because he looks like Nathan from Real World Seattle, kind of. So Kyle looks like Nathan. Nathan could be a kyle lewis definitely looks like a michael and michael definitely looks like a lewis and carrie honestly looks like a peter and casey looks like a carrie so <laughs> like it's all a disaster i don't know who peter is i but feel like lewis looks like a peter or a um like a he might be a james he, he looks like a james a james yes james Maybe that's i could remember lewis is too weird for it's not a weird name it's just for him I don't know. I've, why do I express? He's not a Lewis. He's not a Lewis, right? Wonder if he made it. He's up. not. He really isn't a Lewis. And I think the reason why he looks like a James is because of what we said last week, which is that he's got pre-James Corden eyes. Like he's yes. going to grow into a James Corden. He's got full James Corden head to toe. I think coming up, <laughs> uh, coming up on season five of Below Deck Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Just the bosun yelling at, at the chef about egg yolks. Yeah, like they've thrown his little sea monkey pellet into the water, and by season five, it's going to grow into James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> what a disaster. What a, what, a, what a terrible hook. This season on Below Deck Adventure. Welcome, your person, James Corden. Oh, I want all of you to sit down. I'm about to do carpool karaoke with Gloria Stefan. Egg yolks only, you stupid, <laughs> stupid garbage person. 
So um, uh, he's talking to Lewis. He's saying, keep your eye on Kyle. And Lewis is like, oh, it's been said to me before. I need to be stricter, but I'd rather be nice than an absolute bastard to work for because <laughs> I didn't enjoy my first boat. It made me almost leave yachting. I need to find a balance. I was like, whoa, 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 rewind. I don't give a shit about your balance. Okay, <laughs> Here's what I want to hear. I want to hear stories about your hair gel journey because it's yes. intense. And I want to hear what happened on that boat. Yeah. I need to hear. Were you bullied? I- Mm -hmm. Also, the most James Corden thing that he could say is, oh, I'd rather be nice to people than an absolute bastard to work for. Get me a new (laughs) omelette. So then let's see. He goes up to Kyle and um, he's like, oh, what? Go ahead. No, I, no, you're right. You're right. I, was I get a little to... shuffled here because the way I was rewinding, it seemed to kind of shuffle the scenes. So in it's the a, beginning, I'm a little shuffled. It's you're, it's okay. We're, um, we're going to um, give you some shuffle space. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was weird. And also, honestly, um, the version that I was watching, the screener that I was watching, was having some playback issues. So sometimes I'd press play and it actually moved forward. Oh my God. Thank you. That was happening to me too. That's so what I I'm talking were... about. Yeah. And then I would type the scene. I'm like, wait, but how, how am I like 13 minutes into this? You know? So I would go back and <laughs> I learned you have to press the rewind six times and then it got me back to where I was. That's the magic number for me. How about you? Yeah, it was about that too. But like, clearly it's not that you were shuffled is that you were presented shuffled content. So it's not your fault. It's not your fault, Ronnie. It's not I'd your fault. I'd rather take the blame for shuffling the content, incorrect, the content incorrectly than being a bastard to those who actually did it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no. Um, so the guests are, are going to be leaving. So then, um, then we, <laughs> well, I, you skipped over a very important scene. This is what I'm trying to say here, which is that we're now in the galley. And Faye walks in and she's like, do you know if we have any stain removing spray? And then Casey's like, I'm not sure. And then there's like a clunk and Casey gasps and they turn around and a rolling pin has fallen off of who knows what. Because we didn't see where the rolling pin came from or where it fell from. But they're like, that could have killed me, a rolling pin. I'm like, that is so below deck to have a big, heavy rolling pin just dangling <laughs> from the ceiling on one a rock. One of those boat. marble, yeah, one of those fucking marble ones. And then just just passed by, it's like, oh, death by rolling pin. Yeah, it's something that happens. Stupid <laughs> fucking morons. That's all we need. These things happen, stupid Americans. <laughs> I'm not American. Well, you might as well be. Facially, you are. That's all that counts. <laughs> Get back to it. <laughs> Get back to it, Beverly de Griffiths. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, you see, syllables matter. Beverly de Griffiths, Joe. No, Joe? Beverly, 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 Beverly de Dan Griffith. Hello, Beverly Dan Griffiths. Melanie D'Angelo. <laughs> it's much easier. Yeah, it is much easier. <laughs> um. So then Kyle is finally talking to Lewis, and um, Lewis is like, well, I just want you to know the captain's not happy. I need you on board, so please keep the captain happy. Be professional as you can. And then Kyle tells us, I don't mean to search for trouble, but I find it. Once we were stranded on this bus at a track meet, so I took over the bus, and I started driving it around in the parking lot. I just love being that country boy. Wild, crazy, let's get it. Yee-yee type. Yeah, it's my vibe. It's my vibe. Let's get it. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this person? This lunatic. 
taken over a bus and going in circles. What the fuck is wrong with this bus circles? driver, too? You're what stranded. The- <laughs> Doesn't that mean your bus is broken down? What other kind of stranded is there? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, where? what happened? Where did they get stranded? Who, like, what, what? Missing track stars are, are are there. Who do they have to eat to survive? <laughs> I don't know. I, it just sounds crazy. I don't understand this. Well, that's just the country boy in me. I'm like, the, so is being a country boy mean like you're like a you're a, a crazy person? <laughs> I reject this. I reject this. It's terribly offensive to anybody, especially any Texan watching this. Like, now listen, I'm not saying these types aren't around. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> stereotypes exist for a reason but come on kyle do better like, but, uh, we're representing think... we also have home goods you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> featuring luke syrup um but you know the <laughs> the but the thing that's funny is i feel like kyle is the type that would call someone like me like oh just some pussy city boy doesn't know the real meaning of life and it's like, well, well, but you're saying you're a country boy who got stranded in a, in a bus and then decided to do donuts on the, with the bus in the parking lot. I was like, wait, why is that a better alternative to me being a pussy city boy? You're both wrong. Okay, Kyle and Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I just love when people say things like that, like, oh, stupid city dweller. You know what I do? I once got, I got wasted and I jerked off in the eye of an octopus and I threw it <laughs> off an edge because that's just the country boy in me. I'm like, wait, that's supposed to be like somehow better than me being like an abject pussy from the city. Yeah, I feel like he would like call me the F word, but then also ask for a blowjob drunk at the end of the night. Uh, yes. A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> and I would do it because I'm, I'm that kind of trash. It's really hot. I'm just a, a country hot, boy, all right? <laughs> You're just a country boy. That's what you do. Yee yee vibes. Yee-hee. More like skeet skeet vibes. <laughs> so, so then, Lewis, what a wuss, Lewis. I cannot stress enough what a wuss this guy is. So he's like, <laughs> he's like a city between, dweller. He's a what? He's like a city dweller. I know. Read a book. Read a book. Why don't, go, why don't you go back to reading your books? Hey, I, I know one thing he's got in his pocket. Bookmark. All right. All right. <laughs> Enjoy reading your books at a Starbucks <laughs> next to the queers. Enjoy voting. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy Subways. I don't mean the sandwiches. Uh. <laughs> So, uh, Lewis is like, well, between me and you, I need to pick a lead deckhand soon, hmm? And you're the obvious choice. I mean, look at you. Yeah, look at me. <laughs> He's like, you need to set a good example, though. And all we need to do is iron out the kinks. Iron, ironing? What do I look like? It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> I don't do none of those kinks no matter what anyway, okay? I like my sex the old-fashioned way, with a horse or with a lady. <laughs> so, Lewis is like... You know, I'm just, I just, I'm dangling the carrots. So that way Kyle would be a little bit more professional. I'm like, Lewis, he does not respond to dangling carrots. It would have to be a jellyfish. Yeah, he's not eating carrots. He's probably like, damn, vegan. <laughs> I know. By the way, what about Kyle makes him the obvious choice? Because he, like, understands what an anchor is. Kyle is actually, like, he is the one who has, has puffed up his own knowledge. But we haven't actually seen that he knows significantly more than everyone else he just talks like he does he's like hey they don't know what they're doing like it took them 10 minutes to talk about an anchor but i know how to talk about an anchor in two minutes it's like that doesn't make you qualified right because i think lewis is kind of one of those soft guys who just 
you know, I mean, I guess the modern term for it, I'm embarrassed to say it, but he's a beta, okay? He's like one of those guys who's just waiting for like the popular aggressive person to like him, you know? And he's going to do whatever he can to whoever's the most aggressive or for whoever's the most aggressive to be well-liked by like the, you know, the stereotypical I, man. I don't understand or... this concept whatsoever, Ronnie. I've never had any life experience like this. <laughs> you stop. Oh. I'm like, unfamiliar with so quiet. This, I'm unfamiliar. Is it beta? I'm unfamiliar with this concept of being a beta. Um How about you? <laughs> the only way you're a beta is that you are fabulous, like in your draperies. You're <laughs> Are you going to compare me to a beta clothes. fish? Are you yeah, comparing like me to a beta fish? Beta fish is spelled differently than beta, like beta person. Beta fish. Well, not in my mind. Hey, did you hear how it's spelled Norwegian? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey, that's just the country in me. I spelled beta fish with one T. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking me. about the Norwegian uh, beta fish. <laughs> <laughs> There's no I in beta, and that one I have spell checked. <laughs> Ah. 13 players those beta fish <laughs> fabulous fabulous beta fish hey it's time for a commercial it's time for a crappens commercial so uh anyway this is where lewis is like he's like yeah it's like i want to hang i want to dangle this carrot to make kyle more professional and they got to this is where kyle is now holding the squeegee formerly used to hold shots and he's holding it like a rifle and he's just shooting at imaginary things <laughs> off the side of the boat <laughs> He's pretending to like shoot ducks off the side of the boat. You know that game that used to be in the arcade, like Duck Hunter, Duck Hunt, whatever it was called, Duck Hunt. Oh, the other, oh yeah, there's like the modern version, but like Duck Hunt is my go-to. So like a machine gun, it's that stupid dog. Oh, I know the one you're talking about is not Duck Hunt. The one you're talking about is the one where you go. That's the one that's like I feel like is a little too aggressive for Dave and Buster's because everything at Dave and Buster's is like Mega Man and Super Mario Smash and like Silly This Alien Invasion and then. Kill the duck with this realistic <laughs> rifle. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Kill that deer. <laughs> and oh, Kyle's wow. the guy in the Dave and Buster's playing way too hard duck hunt. You know, you're like, oh my God, calm down. It's duck hunt. And he's like, take it, motherfucker. Yeah. I'll tell you what game he's not playing at Dave and Buster's trivia. <laughs> so, a <laughs> boy. So, um, <laughs> that's for city people only <laughs> <laughs> with our books and our ivory towers. <laughs> but is there more trivial pursuit than duck hunt? Let's think on that for a moment. <laughs> that's me doing the music when you miss the duck and the dog laughs at you yeah. and over again. Uh, so yeah, he's playing duck hunt off the side and, um, Kyle's like, yeah, I know my flaws. It's I'm just me. That that's the thing. I'm just me, <laughs> with this little Beavis face. And um, Lewis is like, well, currently I wouldn't make Kyle lead that hand, but yeah, you know, dangle that carrot. <laughs> and uh, he's like, he just needs to calm down a little. And then Kyle's like, y'all ever seen leg guitar? You ever seen it? <laughs> <laughs> From the people who brought you <laughs> Tommy by the who, it's now Dummy by the what? So, the, sorry, everyone, I apologize. So, who uh, Tommy? What is going on? Over I know. There? The who Tommy? See me. Oh, so, you can, so, you can put an I in Norwegian, but I can't reverse Tommy's the who, which makes, That's of course, no me. sense. 
I don't need to spell. I'm going to star in Tommy. <laughs> I'm Pinball <tour>. Wizard. <laughs> but then, on top of that, while he's doing his guitar solo, the one of the guests goes, hey, do you think you can uh, kick that canopy? There's like a canopy that's like overhead. Like, it's like nine feet above them. He's like, I'm going to try. And he tries to kick. He tries to do like a big kick <laughs> to kick the canopy that he clearly cannot reach. I'm like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? And Lewis just sees him in size. And Kyle's like, I just fought my hammy, everybody. I fought my hammy. Right? <laughs> so then um, we go to Mike, who's still there somehow. And uh, he's like, me being green and Nathan being green, I'm just like, I'm a little nervous to dock. You know, I just hope it works out and I don't make mistakes. Okay, well, thanks for stopping by, Mike. Okay? <laughs> yeah. That's all I need to hear to, till the end of this episode. Can't can't wait for the deckhand who's actually like, oh, can't wait to dock. Should be a breeze. Do this all the time. <laughs> yes, it's docking time. We're doing it. <laughs> They're all so petrified. So um, so then meanwhile, Casey and Ariana are like downstairs and they're kind of like sorting out their epaulets, which are the things on their shoulders, the stripes and everything. And um, I think that like Casey gives Ariana um, an epaulette that's just like a single stripe, which is below her. And so Ariana's like, um, Casey's like, oh, here are your epaulets, epaulets, but in her like fake fucking accent. <laughs> but my boat contract says I'm supposed to be a second stew, and that there were supposed to be some stilts for me, and my epaulets only have one stripe. <laughs> so there's clearly some miscommunication. Yeah, I've only got like one stilt on each arm, which is a problem. <laughs> That's a problem. Um, yeah, they only also, gave me those like little bucket stilts, you know, where it's just like little little pails with, with straps. Practice, but I practice stilts. <laughs> I am actually contractually obligated to have full stilts. Trainer stilts. Full uh, Renaissance fair stilts. Case okay, so Oriana does this thing. Okay, I just don't like her right away. Right, like she's just one of those. I'm like, shut up. Um, but. Here's why I think she does the thing where she straightens up her head, like she straightens her neck and like kind of points her chin down and then shakes her head really fast, like a bird who got a droplet of water on its head. That's how she talks. It makes me crazy. So we're like, okay, so I'm supposed to have two stripes. But then this girl with her fake accent. <laughs> we have to do a video at least once of Below Deck Adventure so I could do it. Because I literally stopped the TV and started doing it. Like a little, <laughs> little parakeet shaking water off of its head. I mean, that sounds adorable, to be honest. I think that, but I totally see what you're saying. We'll do a video next week. How about that? Okay. Thanks. It'll be an adventure video. <laughs> adventure. Video adventure. Um, uh, I've never had a sister. I have a sister in law, but I did not grow up with a sister. And so, but I'm definitely getting sister vibes from her. I feel like, is she like the, the typical younger sister or the middle sister who's like very frustrated by things. So she runs off to the circus and then complains about everyone around her. Isn't that what sisters do? Is that what, is that what sisters do? <laughs> I'm getting like a Diane Chambers vibe from her from cheers where she's like working in the same bar as everybody else, but oh. she's acting all snotty. You know, Ooh, that's the vibe I, I get from her. Not expecting that, but I love that, especially since she is from the Boston area. She's from Cambridge. So that really works out well. Oh, yeah. There you go. Where everyone forgets your name. <laughs> um, so then the captain is telling the boys, you know, time to do lines, time to do lines. And Mike's like, I'm not sure if I'm okay. To, okay, that's enough from you, Mike. N nothing else till the uh, end of the recap. I don't stand for it. 
<laughs> Listen, the stakes are higher when you're talking. New crew, new boat, new marina, new environment, new rolling pin because the old one fell off. New <laughs> new sheet pan, it burned. New sticks. You found them? Not yours. Go back inside, parakeet head. <laughs> new, letter, new letter I in the word Norwegian. Uh, if they don't do their higher. job properly, I look like a clown. I was in the circuit. <laughs> Go back inside, parakeet head. <laughs> I can speak with authority about what looks like a clown. I don't want to hear it stilt face. <laughs> so Still face. Also, I love that we have two people from circuses in this uh, edition of Below Deck. I think that's a first. Wait, we've got what? the stilt walker, Oriana, and then we've got, yeah, I wanted to be a, a bull rider, but I ended up yes. becoming the clown. And then we see a picture <laughs> of Kyle the rodeo clown. Well, honestly, we just needed Leanne Locken in the galley or something. Like, and I worked in a carnival. Together, we make rodeo carny and <laughs> rodeo carny and circus. I may be a carny kid, but don't play games with me. <laughs> One of the best housewives lines of all time. Of all time. So the guests are like, wow, that guy used a squidgy shot. That was amazing. That's so creative. And now they're using that same squeegee to clean the deck. Whoa, that's effort. Make out with her. Make out with Casey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, pin Casey into a corner. Stick your tongue down her throat. Yeah. And then there's this weird moment where Nathan, Nathan and they're all like changed into their whites and everything. And so Nathan is near Faye and she's like, and, and he says, oh, you know, you look really good in your uniform. She goes, oh, and look at you with your gold on. You're like Mr. T. <laughs> like, uh, like, literally it looks nothing like Mr. T, except that he has a piece of gold jewelry on and he's black. <laughs> a gold chain. You're lucky Kyle's here, ma'am. You're lucky Kyle's here. That it's like gone Barack over Obama on. over here. <laughs> I mean... For crying out loud. Below deck is really like walking through landmines, you know, <laughs> every single edition of it. Um, so Kyle watches on annoyed. He's like, oh, look at him talking to her. Yeah, he thinks he's so great talking to somebody. Ugh. So then Oriana is lugging up a suitcase with Casey and she's like, um, shouldn't the boys be doing this? Shouldn't the boys be doing this? And Faye's like, you girls do it better. Stop complaining. You've already missed about 12 hours of work, you. Mm-hmm. So then um, they're approaching the port, and Carrie is hon- uh, Carrie comes in. He keeps him like, hur, hur, hur. he's like honking so hard. Hur. Like literally, the only boats in this port. There's like some rowboats. There's maybe a tugboat, and he's acting like he's coming into Monte Carlo. He's <laughs> honking the horns, <laughs> clear all the yachts out of the way. I'm like, this is a fishing town. You're not even supposed to be here right now. And one of the guests is like, why is he honking? And the other guest is like, yeah, he said he was going to practice. So, <laughs> I guess this is his practice day with the horn. <laughs> is it working? It's working. It's <laughs> working now. It was always working, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those poor Norwegians. They're like, we're just trying to be cute over here on land, and you're ruining it. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, they're approaching, but as they approach the dock, all of a sudden, huge issue. The the power the power goes out. It's the boat the boat's malfunctioning. So, are they just buying all these boats off Craigslist? Where are these boats coming from? <laughs> I know. Ever since Blow Deck sailing, they're like, wait a second. It's better if we have shitty boats. Let's have the boat crash into the dock every year. Yeah, I know, for crying out loud. This is the, every season now, the boat loses power. 
So uh, because they lot because they're having engine failure, the the deckhands have to kind of do it with the people who are on the on the dock. So it's like a lot of a lot of pandemonium. Carrie's like, Rod, I need a I need a I need someone deckhand on the bow. Rod, 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 oh, I need someone to run. Hurry up! Ah, 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 ah. And so they're like throwing a lot of lines, and there's a lot there's like throwing and throwing. And um, at one point, um, like there's there's like a splash because Nathan threw a line, but it landed in the water, which is like the biggest no, no for deckhands for reasons we're still not fully aware of. Well, I guess I could get tied to the machine. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah but like, to... but people was like, I'm so embarrassed. I didn't get it to the dock. I'm like, it's fine. Just do it again. Oh yeah. No. Um, so, um, yeah, you're, it's just very embarrassing. Totally. As someone who can't throw or catch, I totally get it. And every time I see them ge- gearing up to do that rope, I'm like, oh, you know, it's like if you ever throw keys at me, I just freeze and the key kind of yeah. hits my boob and just falls to the ground. And then I start sweating because I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, But why too. didn't you even try? Like most people have reflexes. I'm like, I don't, I don't have reflexes. <laughs> I know. I throw my hand up. I do this weird thing, like to catch the keys where I, I turn away, but I put my hand up hoping that like it just lands in my palm and i clutch all at once and yeah, i can't even don't. i can't even like try to juggle have you ever tried to learn to juggle like i throw uh, something no. up and then i just freeze and it, like hits me in the head like i can't <laughs> i so, can't I um, juggling i don't understand how people do it yeah it's I, hard yeah it's terrible so the captain's like yeah lines the lines are the most important thing and if somebody doesn't get that line across i'm relying on my crew to get that line across and then we hear a splash and kyle's like oh come on man don't throw it like that what the hell's wrong with you give me give me two and give it to me nathan just give it to me god get out of here nathan and he tells us, Nathan, just don't get it. And Nathan's like, you could have let me do it. You don't have to rush me like that. And he's like, it is a rush, boo. Okay? We don't have an engine. Okay, boo. Yeah, he's being totally condescending, you know? <laughs> like, and, and and just the way he talks about Nathan, he's like, Nathan, just don't get it. You know? Like, he, he talks as if Nathan is some, like, derelict who's not paying attention and doesn't want to pay attention is doing the bare minimum. And all he does, he just didn't get it. He didn't throw it as, as far as it needed to be. And he's being just a total asshole. Yeah. He's a, he's, he's a monster. He's a monster. This guy. Monster. So then Kyle takes the rope and he throws it across and, um, you know, it makes it. And so the captain's like, good job. Everybody made me proud on your right. You'll see the boat of Madonna super pop star of the 80s and beyond welcome to life stars of the rich and famous <laughs> yeah so they um everyone is yeah they're all docked and then captain carrier tells us that docking was absolute mayhem but it gave me so much faith in my guys especially kyle what could possibly go wrong here yeah. so so then this guy, Tony, the chief engineer, because we didn't get the whole, like, this is Tony and this is Ronnie, you know, like, they didn't give, by the way, I just made you one of the, the chief engineers. But, Could you um, imagine? We would have crashed, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so that we'd be like, Tony. have you tried hitting the engine? That's all you have to do is a broken hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a screw just- gun. <laughs> You're just putting a ring doorbell in the, in the bridge and just telling him what to do from New York. <laughs> yeah. but the engineer so, comes up and he's like one martini came loose and i'm like oh my god this is a drama yeah. where'd the martini go get the martini back well yeah apparently a thing fell off and so he put it back on and he, he put some 
thread fastener or something. He fixed it. He basically fixed the piece that fell off of the yacht that caused the entire yacht to stop working. So um, Yeah, he fixed you know. it like a shower head. He's like, I just put some of that screw tape on there. I was like, yes, engineer. So then it's goodbye time, and the guest's like, hey, thanks for everything, dudes. This was like the best. God, I wish we could be having a drink right now. God, I need a drink in my hand. But Kyle, God damn it, I love you, Kyle. And he like humps Kyle's leg. Another, yeah, he, he gives another Kyle weak a, man. Yeah. Yeah, he gives Kyle a very long kiss on the cheek. And then uh, Captain Curry says that guy, the primer, he's like, well, you know, it's hold for us because you're a favorite charter guest. And the guy goes, ha, ha, charter number one. Get it. I get it. I get it. It's like, yes, yes, sir. Yes, that's the point. That was the point. You sing a dad joke on the dad. So they leave. And then Oriana, we just, ch- you know, everyone starts cleaning and getting ready for the tip meeting or whatever. And it just cuts to Oriana. And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty nervous to sleep because, like, I don't want my stomach to start hurting. It's like, oh, this fucking lady the the whole time she's going to be doing this the whole freaking season i guarantee you she's one of those yeah she will be um and then kyle's like god so now kyle's talking to lewis so here's another reason why i really don't like kyle because he is such an underminer like he always is running to authority to complain about nathan and so if i even hear about kyle being mad that nathan went to the captain about any of this stuff i'm gonna be like sir you're the one who has actually been tattling on nathan for the past two episodes and so he says he's like god nathan is such an attitude person bro and lewis is like attitude i think he's just nervous it's like no it's an insecurity and he definitely didn't make the heaven line when we lost it i mean i took it i was like bro give it to me but he was like bitching at me for taking it from him and i'm like bro we don't have any engines just drop her ego bro yeah and lewis is like well he'll get used to it he's like well he will but for fuck's sakes man for fuck's sakes yeah undermine so then we go to a meeting, and Kyle, who's, you know, clearly troubled, is like, oh, champagne! Yeah, champagne! So then um, they all get their little cheers in, and um, There's Kyle, a phase they pouring. pour for Kyle, and they yeah. give him the glass, and he goes, oh, I got the big head, huh? Fits my personality perfectly. <laughs> yeah. It just, cuts to, it just cuts to Jess and Nathan glaring at him, just like... This piece of trash. Rolling pin <laughs> should have fallen on his head. <laughs> well, no, never accused a rolling pin of having decent aim. <laughs> so then okay. uh, the captain's like, great first charter. Appreciate the food with limited supplies, chef. Now, Bosun, I lost my engine, but everyone did their job perfectly. Except for that one. And Fai, you had a stressful interior, but fantastic job there, Fai. Now, there's been some issues on the boat. Some people saw this as their vacation. This is a guest vacation, not yours. I was like, that's it? That's all you're going to say? After that harassment in the cave? I need more, sir. Yeah. And so and so then he tells us, all right, now it's time to let's take off the let's take off the, the training wheels. The first chart is down. We're going to take off the training wheels. You get to use the excuse new crew on the boat one time. Okay. So now everyone look at the big brick on the table. It's a nice table at heart. Well, guess what? It's $20,000. Yeah. Go at it. All right. So, so then we get my favorite part of the show, cleaning dance music. It's like yeah. some people wiping things down. And then uh, Nathan and Mike are talking, and Nathan's like, uh, so what's love life like, man? And Mike's like, uh, last time I had a relationship was in high school. I really enjoy being single. 
Like, why not? Am I right? And he's like, well, you ever heard the saying, I belong to the streets? I belong to the streets. Mike's Is that like, Mr. C down there? Is that Mr. C I hear down there? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Love that show. Love that show. There is no I in team, but there is an A. So, um, so they're all getting ready. They're getting dressed up for dinner. And Faye's like put on a whole black outfit. So Kyle goes, Faye, my God, girl, I wish I was dead because you're coming to my funeral. Shit. I'm like, well, I know you were trying to give a compliment, but you realize that you're saying, God, you're so hot that when I'm dead, I hope you come to my, <laughs> come to my funeral where I won't be able to look at you because I'll be dead. <laughs> but I guess other people will be able to look at you, and then that people will be like, wow, he knew a hot person. Don't try to make sense of Kyle. I mean, he's just dumb as a he's just dumb as a can of ear. And uh, he's like, hey, you're going to come to my funeral. Also, the day that he gets fired, which I thought was funny. Well, the episode yeah. where he gets fired. So he's like, yeah, oh, look, shit's all in white. We got the best of both worlds here. Hmm? Yeah, I don't know if I want to sin or go to heaven. <laughs> Jess is like... Well, I know one thing we can agree on. We want you both to die <laughs> right now. So then they go out. Um, and they're walking around the marina. And they're like, oh, my God, isn't it so pretty? And someone's like, doesn't it remind you of Hogwarts? Lewis, ain't that your school? Lewis, yeah. <laughs> Lewis is like, I don't know what you're talking about. I want an omelet with all yolks, please. <laughs> so then- I don't want to be a Hufflepuff. <laughs> well, freaking. look at this. The sorting hat is here, and it sorted me out in all yolk omelette. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. <laughs> so then we get a shot of something very weird. The captain on the phone with his significant other. That does not happen very often on this show. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm like, uh, what happened to your child in Florida or the Philippines? <laughs> I know. At first, I was like, wow, he's really got a grown-up child. But it's his same. Girlfriend. And uh, Ganul. And he's like, oh, I've been seeing my girlfriend, Ganul, for about a year. We worked together quite a few years ago. She was Chief Sue. And she quit after a few months because she didn't like how I ran a boat. <laughs> you had to be there. A few years later, <laughs> a few years later, after we got divorced, we reconnected. And of course, the reconnection had nothing to do with the divorce, nothing at all. And eventually she opened up and she helped me be a better person. And that's pretty special. She'll make me a better person. <laughs> yeah. So reading between the lines, you cheated on your first boat. <laughs> so she left and then you finally got it up to get a divorce and uh, called her. That's what I'm hearing. But, That's you know, how I kind of interpreted that. It's a scandal-ridden world, so I'm always yeah. hearing scandal and everything. But he's like, she makes me a better person. Guess what? Sounds exhausting. I know. How about you just come as a good person, everybody? That'd be great. <laughs> that's, that's what I always say. This is so, like, like, not the HGTV of relationships, okay? <laughs> it's not the my lottery dream home of relationships. <laughs> like, yeah, you won the lottery. <laughs> what do you want to spend? Come on, spend more of that money. You're oh fine. God, that, guy, that guy. Oh, so you want $200,000? I found a house for $5 million. You should do it. Your family can help. <laughs> My mom recently announced that she really likes him. I was like, Mom, why do you like that guy? She goes, no, he's very sweet to them. Because, you know, you can see some of them 
they, you know, like they, they don't know what to do with their money. And he's, you know, he, they're sweet. He's sweet to them, you know? And I'm like, what are you talking about, mom? He wants them to spend all their money on this, on a house and lose everything. Yeah. He wants them to go over every time. And they're not even cute houses. No. So then um, we're at the restaurant with everybody. And <laughs> as they walk towards the restaurant, they see, you know, like yachts with tables set out. And he's like, oh, wow, it's so cool. They got restaurants on boats and shit. I'm like, you do you know you what work? you work on? <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Are you aware that you were basically working on a floating restaurant with beds? Uh. <laughs> so, so they, uh, they, they, they go inside to this bar, and Kyle's wearing like his sunglasses inside, and um, they're in there, and they're just like talking to him and asking like if he can ride a mechanical bull. He's like, yeah, I can ride a mechanical bull. Yeah, because I used to be a rodeo clown. I had my own barrel and everything. I had to distract the bull. And, you know, and then his his sob story. My mom was a professional barrel racer, traveling from rodeo to rodeo, riding on horses. And one horse she got, some lady accused her of stealing it. And that was a long trial and in and out of jail for some lady's white lie that caused us to have a lot of problems and me being alone. It was too tough. <laughs> Wait a second. A lady's white lie. A lady's white lie of your mom stealing a horse. What kind of white lie is that? Like she kind of stole it. She kind of took it. Uh, Maybe she thought thought it was hers. She just thought it was hers. It's a big deal. That's not a white lie. Your mother stole a horse. Okay. What sort of Dickensian story is he trying to weave here? Just the little boy in his own barrel. He literally has his own barrel. I got my own barrel. (laughs) He's a little boy in his own barrel, and his mom has a horse, and and some. Miss Havisham accuses his mom of stealing a horse. I, based on the way Kyle turned out, I'm going to side with the lady, <laughs> the the lady who accused his mom of stealing the horse. Yeah, you're like, I don't even know who this lady is, but I'm on her side. <laughs> Here's what I think happened, reading between the lines. I think Kyle stole this lady's horse, and then the mom's like, Kyle, where'd you get that horse? And he's like, I just wanted it a barrel at a barrel contest, and she was like. <laughs> Give me that horse. We're returning that horse. And then the lady sent the police over and the mom was on it, about to return <laughs> it. And then she got arrested. She wouldn't ever admit that Kyle was really the one who stole it in the first place. Wow. The mother, that's like, that's real dedication. I think that's, I think there's actually probably, there's probably some truth to that. It sounds <laughs> that true, very right? sad story. Yeah, it's, it sounds true. So everybody spread it. So Kyle is like, hey, guys, yeah, look, I got I got a picture on my phone. I got a picture on my phone. It's me, two years old. And they show him as a little kid who's, you know, of course, adorable because he's two. And um, he's like, what is he, like sitting on a saddle or something? And Lewis is like, oh, well, that's fascinating. I want to go square dancing in Texas. Take me to the dirtiest bar with your mates. And I'll say, I'll have rosé. <laughs> <laughs> Again, really supporting our James Corden theory. Really, really supporting it. So then um, Oriana, Oriana's then talking about Lewis because she's sort of eyeing him. But she tells us, you know, Lewis is generally not my type at all. He's almost tall. <laughs> Which I like that characterization of someone who's almost tall. It's like, it's almost, almost tall. tall. But I do like <laughs> British accent. <laughs> and so uh, the waiter, by the way, is oh, hilarious. Yeah. He's so good. He's like, welcome. 
Welcome. <laughs> would you like to look over the specials, or would you like me to tell you we have halibut? Halibut. <laughs> it's very good, and it's gluten free for you, chefy chef. You want some halibut? Gluten free. <laughs> I loved him. Yeah, he was like a young Tim Curry. You know, like a young Tim Curry. If Tim Curry's career went towards being like a waiter, or Tim Curry, if he were like on the Progressive commercials, you know. Yeah, I loved him. Talk about commanding a table. And they always tell you, you know, you have to know how to command a table as a waiter. That's how to do it. He's like, hello, here's what we'd like. Would you like to hear it or would you like to read it? It's like, yes. And he was all excited. He had a whole spiel. And Kyle ruined it. He's like, well, we do have a homemade gin. And then Kyle's like, I'll have some whiskey. You got whiskey. He's like, yes, it's fine. I'm going to do a whole thing with coordinated service of pouring the gin all at once but that's fine so then they start asking casey where she's from and casey's like i'm from seattle and mike's (laughs) like uh i thought you said you were british or something she goes no no i didn't say i was british yeah you said she was british because she has a british accent he's like no i didn't i said is she british but she is british right is she british (laughs) Can somebody ask her right now? Ask the waiter if he can get me a side of, is she British? Just please somebody <laughs> ask her. And she's like, well, I don't really consider myself American, but my family relocated to Costa Rica, and we've been there for 10 years, and I also have my Finnish citizenship. And Kyle's like, and how do you finish your citizenship? I don't know something that could be started in the first. I thought you just have it. No, it's my Finnish Citizenship. So it's over. You're not a citizen anymore. Are you just like an alien anywhere? You go? Uh, it's a Finnish. I'm from Finland. Finland. Okay, so that's a place where you buy fish. Oh goodness. <laughs> She's like, my father was born in Finland, and my mother is Mexican and Dutch. Um, I'm like a true mutt, but I kind of dig it though, because I don't want people to just categorize me as a typical American. You know, I'm a nomad, and I don't know where I'm from. You don't know where I'm from. And so that's like how it goes. <laughs> and so Oriana's like, well, I um, <laughs> hired her on my boat. <laughs> so I hired her. And, you know, having a fake accent you didn't have three years ago is kind of sketchy. Okay. That's a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oriana is going off on Casey in her confessionals. Being like, yeah, that's sketchy. She's sketchy, whatever this is. And then it cuts to her cheers and her being like, cheers, love you, love you. Like, she's so fake. Yep. <laughs> and so then they're, you know, cheers to Team Mercury. And Kyle's like, Mazeltov, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat whatever. Woo, yee, that's what I say. Assalamualaikum vibes. You know what I'm saying? Whiskey, yeah. And everyone just looks at him like, um, (laughs) not now. So then, um, Lewis sneezes in his shirt. Like he does that thing where you like put the shirt over your nose and sneeze onto your chest. And he goes, what is going on with me? I'm allergic to land. You know what? And Oriana, who you know is allergic to everything. is like, (laughs) oh God, I love some good allergy humor. (laughs) can't wait to get him naked and just be on top of that mucus crusted chest so (laughs) climb him like a well a hill because almost tall i don't really have to climb yeah and i'm on stilts anyway so it's more like he has to climb me (laughs) 
I can't wait to descend on him like an escalator to the subway. <laughs> so Oriana's like, um, she's like, I've never been like, oh, that guy's cute. Like, let me get him. I like, I would like to learn that. I would like to know how how to how to do that. It's like, well, you could stop by trying to stick your head under his shirt where he just sneezed and like and giggling. <laughs> so the chef's like, oh, it's so nice to have someone cook me a meal for a change. And now Kyle is onto gigantic martinis. And she's like, oh my God, the seventh dirty martini for this one. He's like, should be my 17th. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> falls all over. He spills it all over the table. <laughs> yeah. And Nathan just sees this, and Nathan's like, um, he, he basically says, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling well. I'm, I'm going to go back to the yacht. So he, he goes back, but he's like, you know, Kyle has shown that he can be super ag- aggressive, so I'm not hanging out for this drunk cowboy to start brawling. I'm out of here. So he is smart. He sees where this is going, and he's like, whatever, I'm going back, back to the yacht. Yeah, and being, it's like if he's it. treating me like this sober, he's going to totally be looking for me in a couple of seconds, you know? Yep, he's trying that's to make exactly it right. Yep. So Kyle's like, well, I'd like to start by apologizing to absolutely fucking nobody. <laughs> and Mike's like, very classy, very Texas. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. Just hate it. I feel my property values going down like every five minutes on this show. <laughs> <laughs> so then they decide to go to a bar called Milk. So they walk over and Kyle goes, what up, Milk? About to ta- about to make this place absolutely lactose intolerant. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like be so awful that everyone's going to leave because they can no longer tolerate being in milk? He's such an idiot. Um, and everybody's mortified, you know? And he's Especially like, hey, guys. hey, 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 lady, lady with the tray, lady with the tray. Hey, whatever shots they want, all right? Just making Patron, okay? Girly, though. Girly Patron shots, okay? Hey, y'all, look, got you some, got you some uh, shots. That's for y'all. I'm making a toast. I'm glad we came together to make it work. It's not what you're giving. It's what you make of it. And uh, if you can't come in her, come on her. <laughs> I just felt so bad for Jess, because Jess already, like, her eyelids are already, like, so they're like a, at an extreme disdain level. Like there's a thing with eyelids when they get, when eyelids reach a certain part of the uh, part of the eyeball, they're in the prime disdain zone. And like, you can just tell she's like, I don't know what to do. My eyelids are already exactly where they need to be. I cannot put them anywhere else right now. <laughs> oh, and Faye's like, well, maybe he's a nice boy. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, so Mike's like, this is awesome. Hey, is this is this how you guys, you know, who do yachting, is this how you guys live all the time? I mean, you guys kill it because on cruises, we don't get a day off for four months at a time. Yeah, and Lewis is like, well, I once went three and a half months without a break or a proper omelette. Anywho, it really helps build up your, your charter stamina. And Oriana's like, you're what? Your charter stamina. <laughs> you're what? Charter Ch- stamina. Oh, my stomach. Oh, oh, my stomach. <laughs> um, so Lewis is telling us, is this how American girls work? They just pretend they don't know what you're saying and then double over in pain. <laughs> oh. And then Kyle is now talking to Casey and he's like, you're beautiful. I love the li- your lip gloss tonight. Do your, hey, do your parents support you? Or do you support yourself? She goes, I support myself. Oh, sometimes no, all the time. Oh, that 
I don't want to fucking come from money, kind of girl. You know what I'm saying? I want to have a good time. That's why I need you in my life. I need the sort of girl that if she sees a horse in a fence, she said, let's take and we get on and ride into the sunset. Who cares what happens next? Am I right? Oh, he's so gross. Like, yeah, I need you in my life. I need you. And she goes, well, that's not going to happen. And he just, like, kisses her neck. And he's like, okay, not a shot then. Well, good thing the Vikings did a good job taking the girls they brought here. Because the girls here are out of this world, right? Look at this. Look at this. All these girls. So then he starts just going around and victimizing table after table. I <laughs> just mean, exporting horrific American stereotypes to these poor Norwegian ladies. <laughs> he's like a sampler dessert tray of disease. You know, just going from table to table. Like, would you like it leaking, scabby, or just a cough until you bleed and die like Nicole Kidman at the end of Moulin Rouge? <laughs> I know, like, really just just terrible. I'm so, like, like, when he first started talking to Casey, he goes, yeah, you look real pretty tonight. Like your lip gloss. You've been reapplying? <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't hear the reapplying part. That's really funny. Hey, you I died. Been reapplying I died. That lip gloss. I died. Wow. You re- you've been reapplied? <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> hmm. uh, that was a great line. You've been reapplying your lip gloss? You've been reapplying? Yeah. You, <laughs> so, you're really staying on top of that lipstick, that lip gloss <laughs> game, eh, babe? So then uh, Chef, uh, Chef Jess and Faye go outside to have a ciggy and. Um, Jess is like, oh, you know, the thing is yachting is tough, and you've got to have thick skin in yachting, also thick bones, because you really never know when a <laughs> oblong slab of marble is going to come down, trying to <laughs> knock you in the head. That, that reminds me, I've, uh, I've, I've scotch-taped my cast-iron skillet onto the ceiling to see how long I can land <laughs> stay there, so just be careful in the galley tomorrow. My, never know. <laughs> And Faye's like, oh, yes, well, my skin is so thick. I can I can tell you're tough as well, are you? And she tells us a little bit about herself. And she's like, well, the thing is, it, it all starts with love, the wrong kind of love. I was in a toxic relationship, and I needed to escape, so I fled. I got into a plane, and I went to Hong Kong, and I went to New Zealand, Thailand, Dubai. I've been rich, I've been poor. And then I joined the boating industry, and I'm so confident moving into my future. Like, yeah, yes. nothing. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go, you go. I was just so excited by that backstory. And then they showed her as a like a stewardess in the 90s or something, like with big red lipstick. And she looks like a different person, really. But she's like a model, like, here I am, about to give you a Diet Coke on an airplane. Take that, mother. Um. So Kyle is doing his ooh, 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 ooh. And uh, Lewis is telling, oh, so Kyle's hitting on ladies at the bar. And he's at a table with two cute ladies. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. And Lewis is like, um, Kyle is hitting, you know, he's a gentle giant from Texas. They're like, oh. It's like, oh, we've heard of this place. So Kyle's like, hey, you want to come for a swim? You want to come for a swim? You want to do a swim? Hey. Hi. And now he has like dip in his mouth. Somehow he found dip because he has like in his lip, you know, and it's like, hi, what's your Instagram? Follow me. Follow me. Yeah, yeah. Follow me. And they're like, uh, my Instagram has letters that you won't understand. Like, oh, with slash in it. <laughs> I don't understand that. Exactly. And so Lewis is hitting on people, too. So he brings this lady back to the table 
And he's like, come join us. And um, she's like, uh, I'm from the island. And he's like, oh, this is my first time here. You're the first Norwegian I've talked to. And Oriana's like, well, I'm kind of jealous. I mean, she's not that hot. But I'm not really in the mood to watch these guys pick up locals. So I'm out. <laughs> Bye. And Faye's like, how rude. Picking up women. Ooh, how rude. How rude. She's just basically like doing full house lines. <laughs> So, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> so, uh, they're all heading back to the boat now. And, um, uh, <laughs> Casey, they're like, Kyle is, of course, being wasted. And he has all these, he's just trying to, he has these girls. And Casey is like, um, or I'm sorry, wait, no, I got it mixed up. Casey and Oriana have gone back to the boat. Kyle's still at the bar. And Casey and Oriana are in their, in their room. And they're talking about Kyle. And Casey's like, He's got a lot of issues, doesn't he? And Oriana's like, I fucking love him. I'm like, why? What? Why would you love Kyle? This guy is a disaster. She's so weird. She's like, yeah, I mean, he's not like harmful. He's just like young. And Casey's like, I can see him getting like super fucked up. He's like a loose cannon. So then um, back at the bar, Mike's like, uh-oh, Kyle's got one more drink left, and I think he's done. And Kyle's like, oh, yeah, I don't know what, but I'm swimming in something. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something. If there's water in it, I'm going to swim in it. That's for damn sure. I'm about to swim in something. Yee, yee, motherfuckers. <laughs> I don't understand um, drunk people who like to do this. It's like Storm on Below Deck Med this week also. People who get drunk are like, yeah, I'm going to jump in that water. <laughs> Why are you? Why? Why? Why do you want to do this to yourself right now? This is ridiculous. Yeah. So Lewis is like, well, no, I'm not jumping in the water. It's it's rather dangerous. But Kyle's now because now they're at like the on the pier, and so Kyle's now taking his shirt off because he's going to dive in in this water weather that this water that's like 50 degrees. By the way, the water is freezing. Yeah, and uh, they take Lewis's uh, lady back to the boat, so she's going to come. And the other ones that Kyle was talking to are kind of holding back. But they follow them to the boat, I think, just to see the TV show or whatever. But yeah. they just kind of hold back and giggle because this guy's out of it, you know. And so Lewis is like, don't do it. Personally, I don't think it's a good idea to jump in. He's like, fine, I'm going to bed. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to get on fucking Tinder. So he goes into his room where Nathan is sleeping. And he gets completely naked <laughs> and lies back on his bed and starts, like, shooting nude pics of himself for online and nathan's like oh jesus christ just let me sleep he's literally taking dick pics like he's stretched back he's it's like right there and the flash is going off and it's like is he sending those pics to the norwegian girls like what is he doing and he's just like fully just doesn't care that that like nathan is up above him it's crazy yeah wow so then the next day nathan goes into the bathroom he's like oh my god again this guy again because you know he's left a poopy in the toilet or something yeah so kyle's like what up bro because he's like hung over or waking up and nathan's like bro let me tell you this before like but you you keep leaving piss in the toilet and he goes i know bro he's like morning like always flush the toilet though always flush the toilet and nathan says I don't want to go into the bathroom, look at your poop, and it's like inside the toilet, like leaves piss inside the toilet. Like, this is nasty. So Kyle's like, bro, you trying to tussle, bro? Don't speak to me like that in the morning, bro. Talk to me nicely. Don't talk to me at all. Come in here and settle some shit. If not, stay out there. Keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I don't want to hurt your pretty little face, bro, all right? You want to come in here and tussle, bro? You better keep your mouth shut. 
and he's in the bathroom, you know, saying all this stuff to Nathan. And Nathan's like, don't talk to me like that, bro. And he's like, oh, yeah, I want a tussle? Come get a piece, bitch. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, it was like, it was very uncomfortable to watch because, like, we've definitely seen, we've seen, like, you know, guys on below deck, you know, start, you know, getting, getting all, like, aggressive with each other we've seen guys start to fight or whatever or they get drunk and they brawl or they get moody we've seen that before but this was definitely had a vibe uh that made me really uncomfortable because not only was it like a really nasty condescending vibe but like there is just this feeling with kyle that he he just seems to be really um racist uh, trash he seems racist like racist trash, trash. It seems like that's what he seems a like a person you know? of color is, t- is is asking him to do something and he has a really aggressive reaction against it and honestly everything before about like oh you know nathan's the kind of person who's bitching all the time da, 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 like that he reads that into nathan when nathan's not showing signs of that like that is the whole point of why we why we say these things and why this guy is such a piece of shit trash garbage human being yeah yeah he's terrible so casey's like um i think the guys are like farting and oriana's as well it's just a bunch of like single like horny guys trying to like find out who they are i mean come on and kyle is saying uh yeah you know what i think from the start nathan has just been trying to antagonize me and you know being from texas it's just like it teaches you when the odds are against you you just fight and cowboy up like, don't like the odds, blame us the, on that. Like, don't blame us for that. You know, you're just a fucking asshole, and you'd be in trouble for that shit in Texas, too. Fuck. That's right. And honestly, like, Nathan has not been antagonizing you, because. It, but again, the fact that you are perceiving what he does as antagonizing is, says everything. And also, what are you saying when the odds are against you? You literally are the one with most experience who is, like, on a track to be promoted by Lewis, and you're saying the odds are against what, what odds are against you? What odds you are against you? You have to flush you? the toilet? That's I mean, not... My God. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, literally it. You poor fucking guy. You poor <laughs> stealing fucking poor fucking guy. So he's like, yeah, he just got cowboy up. Flush the toilet. (laughs) Cowboys would flush too. A real cowboy flushes the toilet. We flush our toilets in Texas, people. Okay. So then um, the chef is like, well, I'm going to leave for some boat provisioning. So if you need me, call me if there's an avalanche of marble dough flatteners. Just uh, give me a (laughs) ring. I'll be right back. You know, I taught myself how to cook. Yes, of course I did. I'm fabulous. Can't you tell? I did a three-month intensive in Ireland. I said, if I can learn how to cook in Ireland, I can cook anywhere. And whenever I tell people that, they're like, Ireland, did you learn how to cook potatoes? And I'm like, no, you idiot. But of course, uh, that's, that is mainly what I did cook. Yes, it is true. But I learned... <laughs> no, that's not to say that I don't cook a mean potato. <laughs> I cook a very good potato, and I can also do a jig while doing it too. But that's not the point. I've also learned how to cook many things, like haddock and salmon and mainly potatoes. But still... <laughs> <laughs> I learned feeding people is my love language. You know, sprinkle some goodness on it. So she goes shopping in town, and um, Kyle is talking to Kate. Oh, God. Okay, so Casey's in the laundry room, and Kyle comes in like, Hey, morning, morning, how you feeling? And she's like, um, Are you hungover? And he's like, Yeah, I am 23. I'm not ever hungover. All right, baby? Well, you had a lot to drink, and so I'd be worried. And <laughs> And so he's like, oh, you're putting your walls up now? Because I always have my walls up. Yeah, the walls have always been up. 
Why are you acting like she's been all over you, dude? You don't have something going on with this girl, okay? Yeah. So she's like, yeah, I always have my walls up. And he goes, yeah, I know. Fucking women and their walls. Women don't understand a good thing when it comes to them or comes on them. So Nathan is like, everyone's Women cleaning. who had to build roofs, there'd be fucking apartment complexes around me. There'd been so many walls put up. <laughs> It's like that old Kathy Dennis song, Too Many Walls. Yeah, that's right. I know the song. <laughs> so <laughs> Nathan is like, so Nathan's basically like, he doesn't want to be upset. And so he wants to squash it. And so he feels like, but he knows that if he talks to Lewis, Lewis is going to be like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Da, 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 da. Um, and he says, Lewis and Kyle, it seems like he's a, He's an ass sucker to him, which I liked. I like the idea of an ass sucker, not just a kisser, but Kyle's actually sucking Lewis's ass. So he's going to figure out what to do. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Kyle going, this cow, this towel is drier than the camel's twat. So then um, Faye calls an interior meeting. And in the meantime, Kyle is talking to Lewis. And he's like, hey, you don't even need sunglasses in Norway, bro. And Lewis is like, well, I need them. I need them on my face. And he goes, oh, yeah, I want a lot of things on my face, bro. And they ain't sunglasses. That's right. <laughs> of course, I'm like, talking about a chemical peel. Right. They have just a, a wealth <laughs> of stupidity from this person. I mean, he's a font of stupidity. <laughs> Truly. Jeez. So, um, uh, oh, hey, hey, my mom just texted me, BG Dubs. (laughs) This is not about a celebrity who died. My mom said the Senate just passed a landmark bill, Dems plus 12 Republicans to safeguard same-sex marriage. Well, howdy-doody. Thanks, mom. Well, unfortunately, that's not really what that bill does. Doesn't it still make it legal? (laughs) God, let's not get into this. I thought I was sharing good news from the mom news network. Still screwed from what I've read about that bill. (laughs) She also, uh, she also says, "God, I love that million dollar renovation show on HGTV." (laughs) Yeah, what a nice man. Don't drag me. Don't drag me into (laughs) politics. Anywho. Yeah, I read that bill was something like it. They word it that way, but it still makes it legal for states to um, outlaw it completely if they want to. And I don't know. I'll read. I'll (laughs) read more. I apologize. I thought I was bringing like happy. I felt like I was bringing an antidote to all this Kyle discussion. I was like, well, guess what? And I felt like I was bringing some some light into this, but all I did was really bring politics, and no one wants that. (laughs) Nobody wants that, especially from us because we don't really know. You know, I'm like, I think this is, I think I'm supposed to be mad about this, but I'm not really sure yet. Wait, now, now, I just read this. Turkeys can now run for president. What about, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That was an article about how to defrost a turkey. By the way, Ronnie, off topic, but this is actually really bothering me. I'm having a Friendsgiving on Saturday, and I bought a Butterball turkey, a frozen one, on Monday, and it is still rock hard, and I need it to be thawed by Friday so I can start putting the salt on it and stuff. Is it going to be, do you think it's going to be uh, defrosted by Friday? I'm really concerned. Just take it out of the fridge on Thursday night. Is that okay? Is that safe to do? I don't know. I figure you cook all the bad off it. All right. I'm just a yee <laughs> kind of vibe. Anyway, this has been five minutes of misinformation with Ben and Ronnie. <laughs> People are exploding their turkeys and fryers and like setting up I- gay marriages in Alabama. <laughs> I married one male turkey to another male turkey and cooked them frozen in an oil fryer. So, 
<laughs> anyway. It's a Faye meeting. We're meeting the Faye. So, um, the level of this charter was pretty easy because of the guests. And, you know, admittedly, there were a few rolling pins that fell out of nowhere. But, you know, that's okay. But it's not going to be like that going forward. Going forward, we anticipate cast iron skillets and perhaps a cutting board. So, please, helmets at all time, girls. Mm, we need to step up the professionalism here, girls. And Ariana's like, um, oh, okay, well, sure. Well, I'm still trying to figure out what to do and what to prioritize. And, um, I mean, like, for example, the laundry suit needs to stay down there in the laundry as opposed to, like, running up and down to help with service kind of a thing because that might be something to talk about. Like, she's coming with this weird, like, <laughs> wow. Teacher's pet kind of energy, but and like also, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not Teacher's really pet, sh- but also like I can also be a better pe- teacher than like the pet is actually the better teacher energy too. Right, like I'm the pet, but I'm going to take your job. And so Faye's like, well, yeah, but you're going to have to come up and down, aren't you? From the laundry, you know, that's just how it works. And Casey's like, yeah, like, that's how I've always done it. And Faye's like, I don't know why Oriana's sitting here asserting herself. And she's like sick and stew. I've been stewed long enough to know that every trick in the book, and I thought it was pretty clear when I gave single stripe epaulets that her and Casey are equal until proven different. All right, well, I have a question then. So, like, if I'm downstairs doing laundry, but I'm on my stilts, am I sort of upstairs, too? Because it's like, I can I can be pretty tall. <laughs> and Oriana's like, well, <clears throat> okay, well, thank you for keeping us on our toes. <laughs> Thanks. She's like, well, the key to being faster and more efficient is being more organized. At the end of the day, I would split up, zone out, crack on. Carry on, then. You see, now, let us you see Oriana just like trying to add that all up in her head. Like what? <laughs> Zip up. up, zone out, crack on, carry on, man. <laughs> I feel like Faye at any moment's gonna say, "Now let's do our lessons." Do re mi fa sol la ti. Like I feel like she's gonna start teaching them how to sing like basic songs. The hills so, are alive with the sounds <laughs> of music. <laughs> oh, a rolling pin fell on the hill. <laughs> <laughs> just kill all of the Van Trapp children. All of the Van Trapp children with the rolling pin. I think their name should have been not Van Trapp, but Van Shut Your Trap. I'm trying to cook here. <laughs> the Von Splat children. <laughs> Von Stupid. It's not even a play on words. It's just how I feel. <laughs> so they do like one of those fist pile things. We're like, oh, yes, yes, yes. What are we doing? Putting our hands on top of each other. That's disgusting. But all right, do do what you're going to do. Okay, well, we did that. Now, someone please go downstairs. Oh, come upstairs, please. Sorry, Oriana. It's like, no. <laughs> so now it's time for provisions. Provisions on top of the provisions that Jess is already doing. And by the way, I would have liked more time with Jess and her like little basket going to local Norwegian supermarkets. <laughs> like, give me 30 minutes of that. I will just be there. So, um... Then uh, Mike, the, my, the the deckhands are getting provisions out of like a, a container that's like on the side of the street, and Mike's like, "This is where working on container ships comes in handy." And they're like, "Great story, Mike. Come on, grab <laughs> grab <laughs> the Martinellis. I've got a better one." <laughs> Kyle goes, "Woohoo! I just farted in there, God dang it!" <laughs> <laughs> so now Nathan is going. He asked to talk with Captain Carey, and he basically he, go, he goes up there and he says. 
you know, I have an issue with my roommate and this morning the floor was a disaster. The bathroom is always a disaster. And I let him know and I said, hey, bro, Kyle, you're pissing the toilet again. And from there, he just started saying, like, you want to rumble, come into the bathroom. Do you want to fight me? Do you want to fight me? So Kerry's shaking his head like, oh, I knew it. Oh, you know what? Rule of thumb, or as I say, rule of me, I could tell something was wrong. And Nathan's like, yeah, you know, if there's a possibility that I could, like, switch with somebody else, that would be cool. Because if somebody can just, like, switch to that moment with me and, like, jump to that conclusion, like, we're going to fight. You know, he's like, I can't be around that. So just switch me if you could. And he's like, yeah. well, I'm glad you came to me. I won't allow anyone to be threatened by another crew member at all. All right. I'm going to deal with this swiftly. Thank you for coming to talk to me. Now, that's a dark adventure, but it's an adventure all the same. And I appreciate <laughs> you leading us on it. Oh, I was already planning on writing up coil on, on his inappropriate behavior in front of the guests in the official adventure logbook of problems. But I'm not going to tolerate bullies. And I'm not going to tolerate anyone who makes someone feel uncomfortable. And I'm not going to tolerate any sexual harassment. And you know what else I won't tolerate? A lack of adventure, which we're having on this episode because of Coil. Yeah, I was um, doubting the captain at this point. Yeah, I was like, okay. I'm like, yeah, but you haven't written him up for the inappropriate with the behavior with the guest. You haven't talked to him about the Casey stuff. I'm Right now, I'm thinking this is just all talk. Same. You know? We've been down this path before. Frankly, I don't know you, sir. Okay. I just no. don't know you yet. So then Kyle is watching someone on a pat, some lady on a paddleboard in a bikini. He's like, God damn, these girls are gorgeous. Can you imagine if we did a charter with all Norwegian girls? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you could just go on to a ferry nearby. So uh, then uh, Faye is. Downstairs, Faye is like, drop towels. We need to put drop towels down, everyone. Drop towels. Repeat repeat after me. When you see a towel, make sure it's a drop towel. Okay, Ariana, your turn. So Casey's like, okay. And then Oriana's like, I used to be Casey's boss. I gave her her first job in yachting. I know her weaknesses and who she is as a person. And I don't want Faye to think Casey's better than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't forget, Oriana, the other day, you were, you were poorly. You were very poorly. So now Carrie summons uh, Lewis, and he's like, well, today, Nathan was really upset because Kyle started threatening him with violence, and I feel like he's a threat to the safety of the crew members. And Lewis is like, yes, I'm, I'm upset about it. I was going to save him. He is the most experienced, and, wants, and I wanted him to be lead deckhand. And I mentioned to him he has to behave more professionally. It's his to lose. He's consistently crossing the line. I am so upset. Well, he has the right to defend himself. Are you sure? Because he does have a squeegee rifle. He's a squad. <laughs> Not that way. All right. He's got the right to defend himself with words. But these <laughs> accusations are grounds for instant dismissal. And Lewis flinches because he's like, oh, my God, confrontation, <laughs> confrontation ahead. <laughs> so um, Lewis tells us, well, he's definitely not the picture of perfect, picture perfect crew member, is he? And then cuts to Carl. Just burping. Yeah. It was a good one. But Carl is experienced enough that I could, I could learn something from him, like how to swallow a jellyfish hole. And I need him on deck. I hope this conversation goes well with Kerry. I hope Kyle can turn this around. 
Like, why is Lewis like such a believer in Kyle? I don't. I just don't understand this. I think it's what. You, honestly, I do think it's what you said before that I think that Lewis is like he is. It is that beta alpha thing going on, and I think that he just wants to be a sidekick to someone. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, don't make me fire the the manly man, please. What will he think of me? So he's like, the captain wants to talk to you. So it's like a really long walk to the bridge in silence, and all you can hear is. Kyle smacking gum. So um, the captain sits down with Kyle and he's like, Mike, oh, I've had a complaint from a crew about your behavior. And Kyle's like, uh-huh. And he just goes, ugh. <laughs> he makes like an ugh sound, but his eyes like widen all the way. Like he knows he's fucked. Yeah, he does. And Carrie's like, apparently there was an altercation between you and Nathan this morning in the cabin. You care to tell the side of your story? And so Kyle's like, He's yeah, like, well, my side of the story is I woke up, and the first thing I heard is, you need to flush the piss out of the toilet. And then I said things like, well, I guess I probably shouldn't have said them. He's like, what? What did you say? Yeah, and he goes, and and he's like, uh, he's like, well, you want a tussle or anything like that? You know, I said, you want a tussle? And Kara's like, well, you know, that's threatening behavior, don't you? He goes, right, 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 right. Yeah, that's not acceptable. Your honesty means a lot. And further, I have, believe what you have. It, I believe you have what it takes to be a great dickhand. And I was like, oh, my God, this motherfucker is going to let it go. And then he Same. goes, I want to give you the option of resigning. Clean. No worries. <laughs> and there will be no evidence of this in the official log books. Would you like to do that? Because I'd like it to go that way. And I was like, okay, A, yes, applause. Thank you. Yes. I couldn't believe it. B, fuck that, not putting it in the logbooks. Fire him. Now he's now you're leaving him to go do this shit to other people on another boat. Get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, well, I just was um I was so impressed that he got fired right at that moment. And that and that Carrie did it in such a way where he made Kyle feel like he had some sort of agency. Like it was such a slick way to be like, not saying, sorry, we can't have you here anymore. You got we gotta let you. It's like we gotta let you go. He was just like so I'm going to give you the option to leave. Okay, we invite you to get out of here. <laughs> you know, and like just this really like, in a way, it wasn't passive aggressive, but it kind of felt passive aggressive. It sort of had a whiff of it of like, I'm going to give you the option to resign, <laughs> which is like such a nice way of saying you're fired. Uh, right, like that, the discussion isn't even if you're fired, you're fired. But would you like, like to How be would you fired like to do or, this part? Yeah, I'm doing you this favor. <laughs> I just thought it was so savage. I loved it. I mean, I agree with you. Like, it should have been written up. But um, uh, but I just, I was just so impressed that he just nipped in the butt. It's like, nope, not on my boat. Yeah, and he's like, well, th- he tells us, threats of violence, that goes on your record. And someone asked why you're fired, I'm going to tell him. It could seriously hinder any chances of you getting a job. But he made a mistake, and he told the truth, and this one mistake shouldn't affect the rest of his career. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, um, it's on TV. So maybe, yeah, maybe I that's wonder okay. if you I wonder if you would still feel that way if he actually saw all this stuff. Because, you know, sometimes I have to remind myself, the captain doesn't really see this, you know? So he yeah. doesn't see the microaggressions and then the straight-up aggression aggressions. And he doesn't see the extent of the, you know, like kissing in the trying to kiss somebody when they don't want it in a cave in front of the guests or just his general how he acts around the guests or when he's out you know yeah um also I, th- maybe there was a part of carrie that was like well i'm not gonna write it in the logbook but it's all on camera so like 
yeah, the record is out there. So it's like, I'll just leave it. I'm not going to go nuts on this. But um, so then, but then he's like, all right, well, Lewis will take you down to your room and there'll be a car waiting to take you to a hotel tomorrow. Then we're going to fly you home. And then on that flight, we're going to offer you some complimentary food. And just when you're about to eat it, we're going to take it away from you. And then we're going to spill a cocktail on your lap a little bit. And then when you land in New York, we're probably just going to throw an egg at your head. So enjoy. <laughs> so good, goodbye. And Kyle's <laughs> like, well, well, no worries, no worries. Uh, have a good one, I guess. You know, he walks out like completely shell-shocked. And he tells us, I'm super fun. I feel like the captain should have had like a three-strike rule or something. You know, I, it was one altercation with a bunkmate because I didn't flush my fish or whatever. No. That's, that you even see it like that? I wish he could yeah. bring you back in and fucking fire you proper. And then he goes, I mean, if it's yellow, it's mellow. And I've always stuck to that rule. It's like, okay, you, so really? <laughs> you are on a yacht. You are not walking on the Appalachian Trail, okay? We're crying <laughs> out yeah. loud, okay? It's mellow. Okay, that, that rule does not apply when you are living with people on a luxury yacht and you're cramped quarters and you got to keep things nice, okay? So he's, so he's like, I've always kept to that rule. But you know what? You create fate. So after all these trials and tribulations, I've come to the conclusion that I may be the source of the problem. But then again, I was just being myself. So I can't be mad at that. I'm like, no, you should be mad at that because you are being yourself and you don't see it as any reason to change. So be a better luck. self. Be a better self. Be a better I hate self. that. I'm just being myself. Yes. And yourself needs to be better, sir. <laughs> yes, exactly. People just always say that as if that's like the, you know, I don't know. Did you, did you ever wind up seeing bros? With Billy Eichner, no, remember there was a movie called Bros. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What are you, what echo, are you talking echo, about?" Echo, echo. No, no, but that was like um, the whole vibe of that movie was Billy Eichner being like, "I just need to be myself." They're like, I'm just being myself. Why can't it? It's like your self is terrible in this movie. <laughs> like, be a better, be a better person, you know. And I just don't understand why people are. People love saying, "I'm just being myself." I think it's good to be authentic to yourself, but also know that like you are probably flawed, me included. And uh, so just like being steadfastly behind being yourself is sometimes not always a good thing. If I was only myself, I would have been in prison years ago. Okay. Sometimes yourself needs to be curbed. <laughs> so uh, if I were I being myself, you know, like I would, I would have a, I'd be a full on Quasimodo by now. Okay. Cause myself <laughs> wants to have a hunchback. And I'm fighting it. I am <laughs> fighting it. God damn it. <laughs> so everybody is kind of watching him go. No one really knows what to say. And Lewis, the little gossip, is like, Faye, can you guess what's going on? And she's like, uh, he's leaving. <laughs> he goes, yeah, there's a problem. A problem with him and Nathan. And Lewis, Lewis is on my nerves, too. My God, this yeah. fucking guy. Like, that's what you're going to do. Go around and make it sound like, oh, he got in a fight with Nathan, so now he's gone. No, he's an unprofessional fucking asshole, and he got fired. Yeah, exactly. Weirdo. I was, like, really rooting for for Lewis in the beginning. I, you know, I felt like, oh, this is nice. It's, it's going to be a guy who is not going to be a dickhead and who's going to, like, lead calmly. But I do feel like he's kind of a snake. I, I don't think that he should have even mentioned that Nathan was part of this. Because, by the way, Nathan did not ask for for this guy to be fired. Nathan just asked to have a room change, which is actually like a very, um, I feel like a very rational and, and like normal request when you're having an issue. And so I hate that Lewis is saying this stuff. Cause I feel like he's poisoning the well against Nathan. Yeah. So, um, Kyle just kind of 
passes people without saying bye or whatever. And Lewis is like, well, I'm upset about Kyle's um, quote-unquote resignation, and I don't want to go into the second charter with the man down. If he came to me, we could have sorted things out a little easier. No, if he came to you, it would have happened like the first time you had to talk to Kyle, which was you being like, I'm going to give you a raise. Just behave yourself. I'm about to make you the boss of the whole fucking boat, Lewis. You've already proved yourself useless in that department. So he did the Seriously. absolute right thing in not going to you because he knew you were weak and would do nothing and were have, had your head up the alpha's ass. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So then um, Jess walks up to Faye and goes, hello, sunshine. That was facetious. You're the opposite of sunshine. You're a stormy cloud. You're sad weather right now. You're a hailstorm. Anyway... Glad I had this moment. Oh, is something actually happening here? Yeah, Kyle is leaving. Oh. The floaty in the toilet. (laughs) No, the boat. (laughs) So, like, do not pass go, do not collect $200 kind of leaving. Yes, I think he was getting a bit leery last night, and I'm putting two and two together. And she's like, well, did something happen with Lewis and Kyle? Maybe Kyle came home and got a little rowdy or something. Or did something. Um, yes, and she's what, like, do you, yeah. what do you think got a little rowdy implies, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, in yachting, there are youngsters that come in guns a-blazing, and they have too much to drink and then faceplant. <laughs> I often find it to be quite hilarious, to be fair, but I, I've been told by the producers that this is a sad moment, so here I am, my sad no, she's, she's not giving any of that, and I love it. She's not even going to play that game. So Lewis comes up to them. And Jess is like, so, Kyle's leaving us? And he goes, yeah, Kyle's leaving now. And she's like, so, he cooked his goose the first night. Well, just be friendly and say goodbye. She's like, yes, of course. You're going to be a man down. Is this wise? <laughs> well, it's not my decision. Please just go bid farewell. Well, I did know he was going to be there for a good time, not a long time. Who's going to teach us all how to line dance? <laughs> Again, that sarcasm. I don't care about that American style of moving your feet. <laughs> Lawn dancing, ridiculous. I so, love that she's just like a mocking. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. I love her. You know, honestly, I, I feel like when I see her, I feel like I, she does look sort of like a version of Kate Chastain. And I feel like she carries Kate's energy, too. So I'm just like so happy that like that that lined up like that. So funny. So um, Lewis is now going to tell Oriana, he's like, well, did you hear what happened? Well, he's gone. He's leaving. So when you see him, say goodbye. What, <laughs> what are you, his mom? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> why, do we, why do we have to say goodbye? Why does everyone have to say goodbye to Kyle? Yes. Okay? Just let him go. So then so, Kyle's like packing and Oriana goes to his room. She's like, I hear you're heading out. I'm sorry. I couldn't get to know you more. God, you really never saw me with double stilts on my arms. Jeez. <laughs> you never really got to see me move with lute music. Oh, it's such, such a great experience. So then, um, then Mike is like, Oh, you're leaving. I mean, I don't think I can do this without you. Not going to lie. I mean, you were a real help. I mean, kind of a jackass, but, but, uh, <laughs> weird he's not i'm not for everybody uh, he's like yeah he bothered me with the ego but like having one man less going into the second charter not good especially when the ones that are here have only worked on yeah on uh cruises dun, dun, dun. so then jess is like um oh well i guess i should say this to your face so i don't look like such an asshole on television but cowboy we're sad that you're not going to be here to teach us to line dance. 
thank you so much for entertaining us and being a laugh a minute. It's like, oh, ouch. God, just kick him in the nuts on the way out, lady. I'm going to go into town and see if there's anyone who can show me how to stack pebbles. An equally useless hobby. <laughs> so then Kyle's like, uh, well, it's been real, it's been real, it's been fun. It's been real, it's been fun. It, just, it hadn't been real fun. Lewis <laughs> is like, I still don't know what you're talking about, but God damn it, I'm in love with you. Good <laughs> luck to you, mate. Well, for a kid from Texas to even make this far to Norway... I mean, I've never had a stable lifestyle, pun intended, because I did, my mom did still a horse from a stable, but always moving around and stuff, like going to keep to find the odds to keep doing what I'm going to do. I'm going out with my head high, my cowboy hat high, and wherever the wind blows, that's where I'm going. Rockstar lifestyle, even though I said I'm a cowboy. Am I a cowboy or am I a rocker? Which one am I? I don't know, and you'll never know. How you like that? Yeah, look at me, just proving everybody wrong. Rockstar lifestyle, girls on the side of the road, bus, 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 yee, 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 haw. Like, okay, <laughs> just go away. And I love his, I'm going to keep defining the odds, first of all. I'm going to keep defining the odds <laughs> and proving people wrong. I was like, you just got fired on, like, your second day. What are you <laughs> defining, sir? Go. I know. You're lucky they didn't have you on a fucking donkey going up the side of a mountain like that kid who got fired by Captain Lee that time. <laughs> I think it was the first. I think it was Danny on the first blow deck mat where they put him on that. Oh <laughs> my him on God. that donkey and sent him up, <laughs> up to like Santorini or something. It was so bizarre. You had to climb and then the I mountain. saw that guy at a Mendocino <laughs> Farms and I thought, wow, what a journey this guy's been on. Oh my God. Anyway, uh, wow. Well, funny funny times thanks everyone for listening we're going to be back uh tomorrow with some real housewives of salt lake city so stay tuned for that and we'll catch you on the next one bye everyone bye watch what crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors ain't no thing like allison king ashley savoni she don't take no baloney dana c dana do she's not just a sheila She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no last namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying. Okay. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood. She only uses her power for good. The bait area betches betches and our super premium sponsors always the wiser is allison weasler somebody get us 10 cc's of betsy md we're taking the gold with brenda silva don't get salty with christine pepper better do what she says it's elva enriquez can't have a meal without the emily sides undo your fasteners it's aaron kastner nobody holds a candle to jamie kendall she's not harsh she's jill hirsch we will we will joanna rockland you my favorite murdo karen mcmurdo let's go on a bender with lauren fender she's a good hobby it's lauren hobgood we want to hang with liz lang the incredible edible matthew sisters nancy cease and desisto give him hell miss noel she's the queen bee it's sarah lemke shannon out of a cannon anthony let's take off with tamla plain she ain't no shrinking violet kutar we love you guys